This is Growing My B2B Brand, where we discuss ways companies can grow to the next level and achieve their goals. We look at improvements that are immediately actionable. Let's get started. Today, we're speaking with Matthew Schachter. He is the fractional CMO and founder of Strategic CMO. And we're excited to speak to him today about his experience being a fractional executive and things that other executives need to know about working with a strategic CMO. Welcome, Matt. Thank you, Gary. It's great to be here. I'm excited. Um, I think we have a lot that we can, we can offer people. So one of the things that I'm wondering is how can a fractional CMO work with a CEO and even a head of marketer, a head marketer that is already inside the company? Usually when, when a, a CEO or a head of marketing is, starts looking at, at, you know, what are the options that we need to transition from where we are to get to our next milestone? That's when a fractional CMO or fractional executive of any type can kind of come in with the idea of, amplifying that head of marketing or amplifying the marketing role to, to help achieve that next strategic level. Um, it's, it's not about, it's about reaching that next milestone. It's not about just doing more of what you're already doing. It's the idea that we should be moving our marketing, um, our marketing talent, our marketing strategy, our marketing um, impact to that next level. And a fractional CMO comes in with that really specific focus, as opposed to, you know, if you just make another marketing hire, the, the danger is that you take it down a tactical path. And often, you know, we're coming in as the only marketing person that a company would have. Um, so this is something that, you know, we can do. It's a, it's a unique thing that we can enter and actually take on all the roles within marketing or, you know, amplify the person that's in marketing. So, you know, with that, how can we prepare the in-house team to do customer-centric work that's repeatable so that they don't, you know, always need a fractional CMO or need that fractional CMO to be a CMO every day? You know, that's something that they can create this, you know, we can create this work together or they can create this work that's repeatable. Yeah, there's, um, you know, having sat on the other side of the table, being that, in-house one person marketing team um, or having a small team in, in my in previous roles like there's a, a all-in-oneness to marketing where it creates it really hard that you feel like you're casting a wide net and and you're hoping that something comes in you're doing the right things like it's not about not doing the right tactics but as we know the toolkit for a marketer is is extensive and so so as a fractional CMO, what you're trying to do is say like we're going to build a framework we're going to build a, a, you know, understand our customer journey. We're going to understand our personas. We're going to understand that buying process so that what we're doing in those interactions become more repeatable. The, the goal isn't just, you know, like I said, to do more, it's to do it better, to do it in a repeatable, scalable way to take, you know, you mentioned a lot of times we're the only marketer, right? So that marketing responsibility is sitting on the, the, the shoulders of, a CEO and or a you know, CEO or a chief technology officer in some cases, depending on like, it just, that responsibility is sitting and more times than not, you have this discussion and they're like, well, we're doing marketing, but, but I'm not a marketer. Right. And, and so what we're really trying to, to transition from is doing marketing to, to implementing best practices and strategy that, that amplifies the results. And so, you know, even if there is a marketer on staff, 
it's not to undermine that person. It's to make that person the hero by giving them the framework for success. So the, the effectiveness and, and um, options for what they're doing have better results in the end. And the other part is, you know, I know for you and I, we've talked about this so many times is um, building a measurable, repeatable process. So how is marketing going to be measured within the organization? And that that's, that's a constant struggle because, you know, you, are we going to go for leads? Are we looking for revenue generation? And, and to focus the marketing and align it with business results as opposed to activity or engagement. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing to say because I think that's a mistake that a lot of marketers can make is to focus on marketing goals and not business goals. And I think that's something that we, you know, that's part of what a fractional executive or a fractional CMO can come in and say, you know, yes, there are marketing goals, but first we have to start with our business goals and our marketing goals have to be aligned with that. And we have to be able to measure results that impact those business goals. And so, um, you know, that's something that I think is extremely important as we, you know, really grow our um, importance within the company and also show that organization our importance and our value. Um, so I think that that's a great, you know, great way to put it. Um, you know, how do we help people focus on consistency and not getting blown off course by tasks and directives? Because I think this is one of the challenges you and I encounter is that, again, like you're saying, people are doing marketing. And, you know, I was even having this conversation today that it's it's not just about doing marketing and doing these discrete tasks because you could be doing a ton of stuff and it's not making a difference. You know, it really is about quality over quantity. You know, so um, how do we focus on this consistency? Yeah, I think there's a, a number of ways. I think one, um, and, and I'm stealing this from another CMO who I recently spoke to, like marketing is a constant struggle between driving short-term results and long-term value, right? So, so ultimately, you know, especially with the startups that I work for and that you work with, there is this sort of, you know, we need results now. And then you all, which drives like, oh, well, we need to do things, right? Like we need to do things. But at the same time, you're trying to build something that, you know, that is not saying, hey, we're just gonna dump a bunch of money in Facebook ads because it's gonna drive results. It's, it's that it's sustainable over time. And, and looking at that, like I was fortunate enough to work with a CEO who constantly, when I would come to him with crazy marketing ideas, would say to me, Matt, does it fit the strategy? And if I could say yes and explain how, then, then yeah, go for it. And, but if I was like, well, not really, it's just something I think we should try. Like, then it was like, no. Um, and, and so we constantly, I think what a fractional CMO can do is because um, while, while we take our jobs personally and we're invested in what we do, we have the ability to say, listen, we have a goal. Our goal is a revenue goal. A goal is a customer acquisition goal. A goal is a brand building goal. If it doesn't align with that, then the activity isn't necessary. Yeah. And, and so it's about helping. It's not that it's not necessary ever, but in terms of helping prioritize, I, I think, you know, marketing has a shiny object problem, right? We kind of talked about this a lot, right? That, that it's, it's, and we all experience it. Like there are so many things you could do. And, and I always love those conversations because the people driving them are passionate about the work that they are doing, right? Like they want to make a difference in their industry. They want to resonate with their audience. And that's always really important, but, but we have to talk about, you know, 
effectiveness. We have to talk about um, the the way it resonates. What, where does it map in a buying cycle? I, you know, often I have that conversation about yes, you know, I guess CEOs and founders are great at sending marketers things their competition is doing, right? Like constantly, I, I get emails about look, look what our competitor is doing. And, and the question I always go back to is, well, how do you know that works? And so what we're trying to do is, is make decisions and, and teach the organization to make decisions based on the goal they're trying to achieve, um, not just because it seems cool. Yeah, and I think it, it really um, reiterates the importance of talking with your prospects and with your customers that, you know, that's one way is, you know, we can even do surveying and, and things and find out this important information of, you know, how we are um, speaking to the problems that they have and, you know, really resonating with them around, you know, what our value proposition is and, you know, how we are really making a difference and what and can make a difference because, you know, as you said, it's not just about what our competitors are doing. And I think that, you know, it, it ideally, you know, if we're mapping four quadrants and, you know, our competitors are up here, you know, we want to find a way to be over here, you know, and a way for us to be doing something different that makes us differentiated. So, and, um, and I, yeah. And, I, you know, where I start always with, with working with a client, um, it is that conversation with customers and prospects is, you know, I, when someone says, oh, we should do LinkedIn advertising. I was like, well, how do you know your prospects are on LinkedIn? And so the question, like it, the process starts with talking to those customers. Where do they go for information? What are their real pain points? Therefore, we can translate that value proposition into the voice of the customer because we listened. It's not a, a conversation to get feedback always on the product or it, you know, the brand or anything like that. It's a conversation about the problems that we are solving. Mm -hmm. and, and then you get dig deeper into, well, you know, wh where do you get your information? And, you know, should we be creating video? Should we be creating a blog? Should we be, you know, posting on social media a thousand times a day? Should we invest in Facebook advertising? Those questions are easier to answer when they're validated by research and data. And then we can do those things. Yeah, and that further validates one of the things we were saying before, which is this is why having a fractional CMO can be so important because we can not only help identify the answers, but we can help think of these questions in the first place that, you know, people that are in house um, aren't, you know, they're focused on other things. They don't necessarily have the, you know, background or the ability, you know, time and ability to think of these things. Um, so this is part of the value that we can bring to the table. And, you know, to that end, you know, we know that fractional executives are fractional CMOs are an investment of time and money. And, you know, what do you see are the benefits that we can speak to when we're talking with CMOs and other C-level executives about the importance of bringing on a fractional CMO? You know, why is it worth their time and energy? Yeah, I, I think one is um, experience, right? Like we, we are walk, we, we've walked in the shoes before. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, we've walked in the shoes before. And so um, we, we understand like what it means, like if we're gonna test something, right? We know how to run the test to get the results. I think the other thing is there's a fractional CMO, we know the importance of breaking down barriers. And if I use that interview customer thing, I know as a marketer, there is a disconnect 
often between marketing, sales, customer success. And so the access that a marketer has, especially one that's executing tactically to that, that customer is limited. So therefore what happens is, you know, for, for you and I, like what, what I'm trying to do is make it easier for that buyer to buy. Like, therefore we're creating a, a customer experience that is very smooth. But if there's disconnects in the organization, you fracture that. And so if I look at you know, why a fractional CMO can do that, it's because we come with the experience of, of having fought those battles for a long time. And the, when, we, when, when marketing's looked at as simply a lead generator, we, we were talking about things like email and we we're talking about social media and we're talking about tactics. But when we can start to focus on strategy, the strategy focuses on the customer and, and our experience says, listen, we can always point back to the strategy. And if, if these are the results we want, I mean, we have to be able to, to talk about the customer throughout. It doesn't do anyone any good if marketing generates a lot of leads that don't close. That's right. And, and I think that's, that's where to have those hard conversations um, is, is something that a, a fractional CMO can do because it's in everyone's best interest to have them. It's not about, you know, did you send this email? Yeah. And I think, you know, to what you were saying, you know, a few seconds ago is that it's, it's in my best interest to help you spend less money. And by that, you know, I mean, you know, again, we're tying to the metrics of the organization. And so, you know, it's not our goal to just come in and say, okay, you have this budget, we're going to spend $500,000, you know, it's really about how we can be, um, you know, really focused on the efforts that make the best sense, the most sense. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when you talk about that, you know, hiring a fractional CMO is an investment in time and money. So, Time-wise, the fractional CMO should be taking something off your plate. And so, so you're gaining that back. And it should also be working on the effectiveness of your marketing. So it takes, you know, we're shrinking sales cycles. We're, we're looking at different portions of the, the, you know, top, middle, bottom of the funnel and, and working on time there. But on the other hand, the, the money component is like, like you said, like it's in our best interest to help you spend less. We want to optimize that budget. Maybe it's still $500,000 you're spending. But what you're getting for that $500,000 should be optimized and, and amplified in some ways, right? Like we want, it's not that I want to say, well, you spent $500,000, but get to the next level, you need to spend another 250,000. The goal is to not do that. The goal is to get more out of the current spend and look for um, necessary investments. It doesn't mean that we're not going to spend in different areas, be it technology or be it advertising or, or be, you know, maybe we're running a direct mail campaign. Maybe we're doing things differently, but it's with the idea of getting more from that spend than, or, you know, building something that is repeatable, scalable in that. Those are the two buckets that I kind of put things on is, mm -hmm. you know, to, to make things repeatable and scalable. Sometimes technology helps do that. So there's sometimes that, you know, to change a brand image. Sometimes there is a website redesign, which doesn't have a direct, you know, immediate impact on, on leads, but, or on revenue generation, but it will. And so we're trying to fix those things. So, you know, one of the things that we do is we look at how we can help companies on potentially a project basis or on a retainer basis. 
And I'm wondering if you can help explain you know, to the executives that are listening to this, you know, why they might consider both of these. Yeah, um, I, I think, you know, a project is designed either to fill a gap or to um, really get those short-term results. So I think the, the short-term results, a fractional CMO can come in and, and, and do that and probably do it quickly because they have the experience. Um, and, and they also have the wealth of connections to, you know, resource connections to say, hey, we need someone to do video. I have a list of five people. Um, and, and so I think from a project basis, that's it. What you surrender when you do the project is the consistency and strategy in some ways. Obviously, it's based on best practices and, and strategic experience, and it's still aligned with those business goals, but it's, it's, you lose the scalable, repeatable part mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, working on a retainer allows that flexibility. It allows um, the, the idea that I am not tied to a end result of delivery, I'm tied to an end result of results. I think that's, that's really that difference is, um, you know, it's not like, oh great, we launched this campaign, we're done. Because mm -hmm. the campaign in that case becomes the deliverable with a project. Whereas when we start talking about retainer-based services, um, we're looking at measuring that by the, re not the completion, but the results and the impact. Um, and I think that makes a, a big difference. And, um, and, and it goes back to like, uh, I mean, as a fractional statement, like we will use an agency, like maybe we use a, you know, a, a SEM, SEO agency, because that is their specialty. And, and maybe we use a, a designer because we'd like, doesn't, you know, you don't want me to design anything, I promise you. And so like those things still exist, but those, there are executors of that strategy. But as a project, it's like, we're going to do the work. Right. So, you know, one of the other things that people need to think about is, you know, how are those fractional CMOs going to work with sales? Because generally the organizations we see, you know, sometimes have invested in sales before they've invested in marketing. And, you know, obviously that can make sense in some regards, but, you know, the two walk hand in hand. So, you know, what can you, um, you know, how can you speak to the relationship with sales and, and how, we're, um, how we're aligned together? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, living in the B2B space, like the relationship with sales is critical to the success of that, that buyer, right? And, and part of it is not fracturing it, like I said before, not fracturing that experience. But I think, you know, sales holds the keys, not just to conversion and, and, and revenue generation, but the, the fact that they, they have the voice of the customer before that person's a customer. And so, you know, people like to talk about sales and marketing alignment, like it's very important and people should align their sales and marketing, but, but doing it is nothing anyone wants to like, oh, well, no one sees the benefit of it, right? Like the, it, it's not something that you're like, oh, well, we need to invest in sales and marketing alignment. No, what you want to invest in is a better customer experience. And so, so as a fractional CMO, what you're coming in is in a very non-threatening way you like, I want to, as a marketer, I want to deliver better leads. I want to help you, you know, hit your target, you know, your commission, close more deals. And together we can do that. So it, it's, and it's building that relationship through, like, I can only be effective if, if I sit on sales calls, right? Like I need to hear where the objections are. I need to hear where the reactions to our messaging. 
And then we back that up. And, and so not only are we creating things that support sales, but that answer the questions for that prospect outside the sales process. So when they get in, it's faster, more effective and things like that. Um, but like you said, like the goal for a fractional CMO is not, not to walk away and be like, look at everything I did. It's to make everyone else in the organization be the hero. The sales gets to stand out because they're converting more. The sales process is easier. Um, and, and it's, you know, I, I look at how many, where those friction points, I mean, it's, it's things like, let's form common definitions. What is a lead? What does our ideal customer, you know, profile look like? You know, how are we scoring? And, and that we all agree upon these things. Then we get away from the, the, the very typical, you know, marketing gives us garbage leads and marketing saying, mm -hmm. well, sales never closes our leads. And so everyone's, you know, it, it, it truly becomes that team. And then it allows for expansion. It allows for expansion of, of tactically campaigns that are aligned with sales and marketing. You look at launching, you know, moving into the world of ABM. Like if that sales and marketing team is not walking hand in hand and start, you know, it's, it's pointing fingers, ABM will not be successful. It just can't. And so these are all things that I hear people want to do, but don't want to do the work to make sure they're successful. Yeah. So, you know, round out to round out our session today, um, what are some of the questions, you know, a CEO needs to ask themselves to determine whether a fractional CMO would work for them? Yeah, um, I, I think it starts with a really clear definition in their mind of what problem are they trying to solve by bringing this person on? Um, or, or what are they trying to accomplish? I think those would go hand in hand because you will not, unless you have a, an answer to that question, you are not setting anyone up for success. I, I think that is, is really key. Um, and, and I think I would add to that, um, you know, what are, what are they looking to invest? Well, how much money are they looking to spend on marketing um, to get the results they need? It doesn't mean they need to know how to spend it. Like that, that's the fractional CMO's job is to come in and say, if we do X, we will get Y. But it's like, here's, you know, whether that's, that's because you know, or because you think, right, they're best practices, but it's, it's, you know, how much do you have to spend? And then have that conversation, have that conversation with that fractional CMO, like, will this work? Is this industry standard? Like, we should be able to come in and say that. Um, you need to know whether your business is in a point of trans transition. Um, the way, and, and that means in a couple of things, growth, um, you know, a, a fractional CMO is not gonna come in and fix everything. That's just, doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, but like, it's, it's, the, it's not a last ditch effort, I guess is what I'm saying. But if you're in a, a growth stage, if you're in transitioning um, to new markets, new verticals, things like that, I, launching a new product, it is a great, opportunity to bring in somebody. Um, and then also like where that next milestone is that you wanna hit. It, and that goes to whether that's a, a milestone of, of new customer acquisition and revenue or, or, or something else, like having that clearly defined makes the job of a fractional CMO and the need always focused on that. So, so when you're having these conversations or you're doing the, the vetting process of someone or you're looking to evaluate like I, I mean, I think if you're looking to evaluate the success of someone you've already hired, it always goes back to what's the milestone that we're trying trying to reach, and if it's not focused on reaching that milestone, then then we should 
stop and say, mm, this doesn't work. Um, it's also a good way to, to validate. You know, I always look at how you validate marketing spend it anyway. If, if you figure we need to grow, you know, 25% and, you know, but that 25% growth gives me, you know, $500,000 in revenue. I'm just throwing numbers out, right? But my contract with this fractional CMO is going to cost me half that. And they want me to spend X on advertising now. Well, no, they're not really worth it. <laughs> like I'm spending more to bring them on than I'm going to get in return for the results I'm asking them to get from me. Yeah. And so you need to, to, to weigh those things as a, a CEO. No, that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, that ends our time here today. And I, I really want to thank you, Matt, for joining us. I, I'm hoping that people after listening to this session and watching this session will understand the role of a fractional CMO so much more. Um, you know, in terms of um, next steps, you know, I want to thank everybody for being here. Um, thank you for joining us for growing my B2B brand. I know you will enjoy our next episode where we continue to explore ways your company can immediately grow and improve. Thank you so much.